0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Barefoot Shepherdess, a podcast by Mint and Thistle. And following previous trends, it's snowing again right now. Wherever you are, if it's not snowing, consider yourself lucky. We already have about a foot and a half on the ground, so I'm personally very sick of it, but trying to embrace it nonetheless. Anyway, today I wanted to talk a little bit about... um, the topic of self-care which is a super like overused buzzword but I want to talk about it because I think it's really important and I've been thinking a lot about it anyway so I figure somebody out there needs to hear at least a little bit of this so here we go self-care self-care is such a strange thing so like if you're a mom it's like directly translated as using wine or alcohol for some reason like I hate that. Don't get, like, I like wine, don't get me wrong, but it isn't mommy juice. It's, like, actually a very harmful thing to say. Alcohol is a super shitty coping mechanism, not self-care. I I love red wine. I mean, I truly do. But it's, there's no situation in which I can see it as, like, legitimate self-care. Self-care is actually much harder than just drinking your worries away. It's obviously a really differentiated thing so what self-care for me might not necessarily be self-care for you and that would depend on personalities and needs and culture and socioeconomics and things like that but i can tell you at the core what it it ought to be at least in my opinion Um, and that's kind of what i want to dig into so things are kind of hard right now for most people in the world it's really easy to not validate your own problems especially when they're smaller than other people like people's problems so for example like i struggle with this a lot so for example i'm healthy um i'm employed my kids are healthy we have a house we can afford food like my basic needs are being met in terms of those things that does not mean that my world is perfect nor does it mean that i should like not be working to write the things that are strikingly wrong in my world so If you have problems and they don't seem like they're huge in your world but in other people's eyes they might not seem so big like that doesn't matter don't try to validate or compare your own problems like if it's a problem to you it's a problem right it's going to change how you interact with the people in the world around you if you have whatever problem that is and it could be that you can't put your finger on the problem like the ennui of the world right now the pandemic the economic issues like the uncertainty I don't know about you but for me the uncertainty is really what's killing me um your problems are super valid and and then you have to sort of turn inside and be like okay well what am I going to do and that buzz phrase phrase, self-care just kind of flips around a lot um and the narrative is often pushed that self-care is like buying things or taking a bath or reading or sleeping or drinking and I can see those things being comforting Um, But I can also see that those things are band-aids on the Titanic. They're not going to fix your problems. So self-care is a little deeper. If you find that you regularly need to practice retail therapy, or you are constantly wondering when you're next, lock myself in the bathroom with a glass of wine and soak in a tub, as an excuse to ignore the outside world session is, you're probably in need of some actual real self-care. Not, I mean, you might need a tub or a glass of wine, but you need probably more than that. And I want to talk a little bit about what that can look like. Self-care is something that you probably ought to be doing regularly. Um, it isn't face masks and bubble baths, so those are nice. It's bigger and like harder to do. It requires actual effort. Self-care is like doing the things that need to be done which nag at you day in and day out. It can look like paying down your debt instead of buying new shoes, Or perhaps it's both, I guess. It's choosing to do the hard work when you really don't want to. Choosing to work out when you really don't want to. It's making the decision to take several deep breaths when you're about to go on a full-on rampage in your house over how messy it is. And even deeper than that, self-care is creating like systems of organization in your home, your professional life, your personal life, and then asking your partner or the people who you share your house with to help create and implement those systems with you because self-care is also sort of drawing boundaries with people or things that don't help you or even harm you, even if you love those people or those things. Self-care is saying, I'm not going to enable the people around me and I'm going to stop saying yes to everything. It's saying no sometimes. Sometimes self-care is going to, you know, I understand that it's very privileged to be able to afford therapy, either in person or virtually, to have health insurance, but that being said, you can find things online, like cognitive behavioral therapy worksheets if you can't go to therapy, to help you work through things that need to be dealt with. Self-care is like very deep work, and it's hard work. Like, put simply, self-care moves your needle on a personal level. It's making the choice to do things that are good for you. And, of course, a bubble bath and retail therapy aren't going to hurt you. But, I, you know, I'd be lying if I said I didn't indulge in those things. But they're not necessarily self-care. They're little floaties on your arms while you're paddling through a storm. Like, they're nice, but they're not going to save you. Um... And I feel really passionate about this because I feel like we're fed this narrative like, you know, buy these face masks, buy, you know, go to the spa, spend money on massages, do all these things. And it's very consumer driven self-care. It's a business. It's a market, right? They want your money because they're trying to sell you a narrative that it's going to fix stuff. You can't buy uh, self-confidence or, or happiness or contentedness. Like, I don't even think happiness is the goal personally. I think feeling fulfilled is the goal. And like, yeah, I love buying things, like pretty things, but I also recognize that like, that is not self-care. And I just, I don't know who needs this reminder right now, but we're in the depths of winter in a pandemic. Things are stressful, things are hard. People have died. People are sick, you have to walk around with a mask on, it doesn't feel easy. So even if you're in the best position to weather this storm, you might still not feel good. And self-care is what you need to be doing, but it needs to just be deep and introspective, and it needs to be hard work. Rest is also very important. Go, go, go is not always good, Um, and I want everybody to take note of that. But you need to take care of yourself, take care of your business. And I think taking care of these things by being assertive, drawing boundaries, and just getting your shit done. Like, write your mission statement, move your needle. Whether your mission statement is personal or not, business or not, doesn't matter. Self care is doing the things that are going to move your needle towards being whatever it is you think you need to be mentally healthy, physically healthy, emotionally healthy, a good parent a good business woman or man, whatever. Just understand that if it was possible to bottle the recipe to make everything better or to put that in a face mask and put it on, you'd be able to buy it, but you can't. So get in, do the hard work, and also take time for bubble baths and wine. Like, let's be real. Never hurt anybody, but that's not real self carton. Just don't forget that. So this is my pep talk to you on a snowy day where I have to remind myself of that because I'm at home and it's snowing and I'm going to have to bundle up and go to a spin class and I don't want to, but I'm going to because I know that it's part of my real self-care. So anyway, pip pip, cheerio, I hope you have a great day and um, we'll talk soon.